This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone. From business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A D W E E K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. Hello, hello. Bet you didn't think we'd be back so soon. We are here with a bonus episode from one of the recordings we did at our brand week a few weeks ago with the VP of Marketing, Media, Performance and Engagement, Ashley Shapiro at American Eagle Outfitters, which is one of my favorite brands. So this was so much fun sitting down with them and talking all things clothes, um, social media, just breaking it all the way down. It's really funny. At one point, I even like go off in a monologue where I quote um, Lady Gaga. It's so random. But this was so much fun because I always just love hearing how brands are reaching out to the next generation and just staying in the trends without being cringe and all the above. And Ashley really breaks it down with all the great ventures and everything that American Eagle is up to, like entering the metaverse. How cool is that? So everybody sit back. Happy Friday. And I hope you enjoy this episode. And Ashley, thank you so much for coming today. Welcome to Brand Week, Miami, all the above. Excited to be here and talking with you today, Colin. Looking forward to uh, seeing what you have up your sleeve over there. Uh, you know, I'm wearing short sleeves, so hope not too much today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get into everything, we always like to ask our guests the question, what the term young influential means to them. Young influential, what does it mean to me? Well, I think the word young... It's a big question because based on how old you are is what determines the word young. So I'm assuming I am not the young influential we are referring to, but young influential to me is somebody who really is able to take something that they're working on, take something that they believe in, and they're really able to get their ideas and their thoughts out into the world and help other young people, like-minded people like themselves, change their point of view or open their eyes to something new. 
You know what? I feel like you're still young. It's it's as young as you feel. So you know what? You count in my category. I feel very old. (laughs) Well, never mind. Anyway, to um, fast forward to a little bit of like background on you. So what did you study in school? How did you get into the whole marketing realm and um, get that like bug? I feel like a lot of people got the bug like when they studied it in school or something. So was marketing something you studied? I was a business major with a minor in marketing. And I think I wanted to do marketing. But truth be told, I don't really think I knew what that meant. And if you flash back to when I was in school, marketing then is very different than it is now. The, half the things we're talking about in, today, in this week in brand week didn't even exist when I was in school. So I think that I wanted to do it, but I didn't really understand why. What gave me the bug and how I started to learn about it, little story, in college I was waitress. And this couple used to come in for dinner a couple times a week. Woman's name was Gail. She was probably in her late 50s, but in the time, I remember thinking she was much older. And she was really nice to me, and I was so interested in how she started this business. She owned a marketing business, a branding firm. One day, a couple months later, I ran into her at the mall, as one does, And she said, what are you doing during break? And I said, you know, not much. I'm working at the restaurant, et cetera. And she said, why don't you come intern for me? And that was when I really got my first break in trying to understand what marketing was um, and really start to learn from somebody who became a little bit of a mentor even when I was in college. And I feel like that's how it always starts. It's always like somebody you meet and then it starts to like snowball. A lot of times when people ask us like, oh, how did you get here? We're all like... I don't know, like I had an internship, then I got this job, but it's like, it's always that one, it just takes that one person and then everything just like starts to flow and goes into the next thing, which is so interesting. One person has to believe in you and give you a chance. They always say, how are you supposed to start a job? And people want you to have experience, but if nobody gives you experience, how do you get experience? Like that's a whole nother thing. Like I remember when I would be applying for internships and it would be, we'd be like a freshman and they'd be like, oh, we're looking for someone for five years experience. We're like, we're 19. How do we get this experience? Like so one of you have to give us an opportunity. Like we don't just automatically have it. You got to give people chances. That's why you do things like this so that you can talk to people, tell them your experience so you can make it feel tangible and realistic and, and you know, in, in view for them of something that could actually happen because- you know, people aren't given, most people aren't given opportunities on a silver platter. It's about putting ourselves in situations and introducing yourselves to people and just finding nice people, to be very honest. No, true. It's like you can't, and you also can't be scared to like go and ask somebody for advice or like, oh, hey, I really like what you do. Like, I'd love to shadow you or something. Like, you have to be proactive. Like 100%. nothing ever just comes to you. And I feel like sometimes we all seem like, oh, well, like, I don't need to, like, the opportunity will come to me. It's like, no, you can get on LinkedIn, get on social media, DM, message these people to jump on an intro call or shadow somebody. Or, like, you can't just be like, oh, like, I'll wait till the job fair. Like, most positions that you want aren't even posted. So, like, you have to just get out there and try. Agreed. Like, uh, any, anyway, if I get on that so Whole boss, nother session. That's a whole nother episode that we'll have you back for. Can't wait. Uh, <laughs> but now, like, getting into the fashion realm was fashion something you've always been into did you have any favorite brands back then that you can think of like memorable campaigns or that marketing that you admired so the first moment i think i want to say i knew but i i truly didn't know but this is a story told through the eyes of my mother 
was I became a brownie. That's like the young version of Girl Scouts. So you're about seven. And my mom took me to the store because you get the brownie outfit. And the woman said, you know, what size you are, whatever the situation is. She came out and it was brown. (laughs) And I looked at my mother and I said, does it come in any other colors? And the woman said, no. And I said, well, then I don't want to be a brownie. So I think that was really the first moment that everybody knew I was pretty interested in what I was wearing and in fashion. That's that's when it really hit home. But I love fashion, but I love retail. I previously, you know, worked in the luxury space. And one thing I will say is it has to be a brand that you love. I really love brands. I guess that's a better way of saying it. I love brands. I do love fashion, but I love brands. And I love brands that I can understand why somebody would love them. That's what's important. When you're working in a job, it does become widgets to some degree, right? Because, you know, it could be jeans. It could be sweaters. It could be soap. It could be lipstick. It could be all these things. But if you can understand and find a need for how you create desirability around it and how you can get somebody excited about it. I don't know if it necessarily matters what it is, as long as it's something you love, something you're passionate about. It could be books. You know, some people are really passionate. We just heard a woman speak earlier about avocados. I can kind of get into that. I love some good guacamole. So um, I do love fashion, but I don't know if I necessarily would say that's why I sit in this role and why I love it. I love being a marketer. I love that my job always changes all the time and there's always something new to learn and no day is ever, ever the same. So that's what I love. I do love fashion, but I love being a marketer more. And I feel like that's so cool. Like when I feel like marketing in the business realm is really exciting because we have so much freedom and flexibility to get people excited, solve problems. Like a lot of the sessions we've heard like today have been about like creativity and marketing is all about solving a problem. Like how can we meet the customer? putting them in the middle of it and making it personal, which is so fun because you're, like you said, you're constantly doing something new and something different and it's never the same thing every day. It's never the same. And the balance of the art and science is what makes it unique because there's moments where you really have to push up that art piece. And there's moments where we all have to push up the science. We all know about holiday, right? So what is that kind of, you can't see me, but I'm doing sort of an up and down (laughs) with my hands to show what is the push-pull of those two things and what is the right balance to make it work. And that's really the key to success, right, for any brand, is how do I balance my brand work and my commercial work to have kind of a secret sauce, if you will. That je ne sais quoi. Yeah, it's that sauce, (laughs) right? Because people aren't going to buy things if they don't fall in love with it. And it, it goes both ways, right? It's, it's You have to make people fall in love with it, but you have to be realistic about your numbers and your bottom line and making sure that at the end of the day, the long-term plan is always conversion. And I feel like that's so cool because we're, like, especially for the holidays, like, we're, oh, it's always changing. Trends are changing. So it's so interesting to just get into the data and be like, oh, there's an uptick of men wanting to now find sweaters and stuff for them and jewelry compared to Last season when we really didn't see a lot of traffic on that. So like how can we work with our male consumers between the age of twenty five and thirty-four to get their in, get them interested into this product? And that's when like the data and the science comes into it. and then it's you get into the creative aspect of now how do we tell the story in a fun, cool way? And it just gets 
just all the jumble and all the mix up, which oh, makes yeah, it the, so fun. You can totally nerd out on all the research and the data. I mean, it's so interesting when you start to dig in and understand consumer habits, how they're evolving, especially within the generations. And I don't know, it does inform decisions, but I think the one thing I would say that's most important as a marketer when you're thinking about the art and the science is you can never take your eye off the art. Even in, you know, tumultuous times, you know, obviously the macro environment today for a while now <laughs> has been, there's been a ton of ambiguity around it. You still need to stay present in your customer's minds and you still need to stay relevant because if you take your foot off the gas, somebody else is definitely going to take your spot. Mm -hmm. Completely agree, 100%. And to kind of now fast forward to the present, can you explain to us like what your role is at American Eagle and then give us like, for those who aren't familiar with the brand, like a quick little like sure. spiel on what it is? Sure, sure, sure. So um, my title has some commas in it, so we're going to skip what it is. <laughs> but I oversee a few different teams that really work very synergistically to make sure that art and science come together. So one side of it is the media world, which people are really familiar with what the media world is, so I'm not going to dig in too much there. Another side is the performance world. That's kind of all of the lower funnel uh, conversion tactics. That's paid search. That's the affiliate. That's um, the SEO. That's, that's all the stuff, audience targeting. That's all the conversion that we were just discussing. So those two worlds really work hand in hand. The third bucket is the jazz and the sparkle. Not that media is not sparkling, but this is even more <laughs> glittery. So this is the social, so both the organic social overall, social creative, influencer, celebrity, PR, and then collaborations. So all of those teams obviously bring really different specialties to the table, but by working really, really, really closely, I think is how we get so much impact. And as I said, my job clearly is changing all the time. And by having that scope, it allows the art and science to work together. American Eagle is the number one jeans brand for men and women 15 to 25 and women of all ages in the U.S. So our core target really is Gen Z. And our team really focuses on being the number one brand in the eyes of Gen Z. So I love all the headlines. Don't get me wrong. Ad week, you want to write about us, do it. But my favorite thing is when you're walking down, you know, the main street of your town and you see all these kids in their AE jeans. And if I were to walk up to one of them and say, who do you think the number one brand is in America for jeans? Who do you think is doing like a good job? Who's the most innovative? And they say American Eagle. I think that's when you've really succeeded. So that's our goal as a team. No, what I really like is I've I mean, like back in high school and middle school, I remember just all the cool, my favorite AE campaigns growing up were always the spring, spring break campaigns, uh -huh. like specifically spring break 2008. I know that's really specific, but that one just always stuck with me. <laughs> it just always stuck with me because I felt like it was so cool. I feel like that was one of like when the first campaigns where I was like, wow, I saw myself because it was like very diverse, all different people. It was, it looked real, like an actual real group of friends hanging out. And I feel like that's something that really cool that you all have done and maintained is you've still maintained that same millennial consumer and like grown with them. So like the moms, the dads, and then just like the millennial young professionals who maybe not be parents, but I feel like you guys do that well of still maintaining that group. And then also cultivating the new Gen Z audience where a lot of brands kind of struggle where they're like, do we market still towards like the millennials now that they're getting older? Or do we just fully do Gen Z? Like, how do we really balance it? So is there like a tip that you guys 
have where you're able to kind of still be the Gen Z brand, but also still invite like the millennials and other people to feel comfortable with like, hey, like it's not just for them, like it's for you all as well. Like, is there anything specific you guys do? Well, I think you bring up a really good point because we're constantly evolving. You hear me talking about that quite a bit, but the consistency is in our values. And in terms of our values, the idea of individuality, creativity, self-expression, optimism, diversity, all of those things, those are consistent throughout. And everyone is welcome at American Eagle, exactly what you just said. If you're looking for more of a precise answer when it comes to data and targeting and things of that nature, we are very lucky because we have an extremely loyal customer base of over 20 million people. So that is comprised of all the people you just discussed that we've been nurturing and working through through our loyalty programs and the ways that we just really stay connected to our customers. So I think when we talk about acquisition and new customers, that definitely is focused more on that Gen Z customer, but we definitely have a space for millennial carved out. And then of course, that tremendous database that we are always, always engaging with. Holiday is a time where we really do flex over the 25 mark to really bring in more people because we know that everybody is really a gift giver. Yeah. And it's like, that's the time where it's like, oh, like, yeah, I found these cool pair of jeans by this one brand. Like, oh, okay. Like now I want to know more about them. And I feel like the holidays is definitely the time where everybody is like getting gifts. It's like, oh, like Aunt Susie gave me these cool jeans and I like them. They're from this brand called American Eagle. I want to know more. And it might be somebody who's like, over 25 or whatever, and then they're introduced with it, tell another friend, and then kind of gets into the ecosystem, which I think is so cool. A hundred percent. And we always forget about self-gifting. You've done it. I've done it. You go to buy somebody else a gift. Oh, yeah. You're like, I'll just, I'll just get something for like myself. Um, self-gifting is actually so much more important than, than we think about. Everybody thinks about what you're gifting other people, but we always get ourselves at least, at least one gift. I do. Oh, I'm huge with self-gifting. Like, if I buy somebody something, I'm getting myself the same thing or something of equal or lesser value. You're going to be super jelly if they're wearing anything you want. That's like, why get them something? Like, I've been good all year. I've been a good boy all year. Like, I deserve deserve a few treats, you know? I agree. I'm with you, man. (laughs) And going back to my point on Gen Z and, um, and millennials and stuff, like, we're now in the age of, we now have TikTok, we have Reels, and we have all these other platforms. Like, how have you all been able to kind of reach your audiences on the different platforms. I know a lot say that TikTok is their like fun one versus Instagram and Facebook might be their more serious or one or more one to like target and get into more of like the brand story. Is there like a secret formula that you guys are doing to reach your audiences across all the different platforms like Snapchat, Reels, TikTok and all that? Yeah, the team has a really robust content strategy for organic social as well as paid, and we really do span across the platform. So when we're thinking about Instagram versus TikTok versus Snap versus Twitter versus Facebook (laughs) versus Twitch, as we keep on going on and on and on, um, there definitely is a strategy behind them. What I would say at the highest level is our strategy is platform-native content. That is the winning key to success in terms of how we connect with our audiences. Yes, TikTok is an entertainment platform. I think the future state and what's already happening with TikTok is how do you connect entertainment and commerce together? What is that collision of how you can make an entertainment platform really become a place where people want to shop? And that affects your content strategy. But people are going on TikTok to have fun. 
Why are people on Instagram? You know, the power of the camera, which is now Snap's motto, right? But that really was Instagram, right? That was about showing, you know, and connecting with your fans, with your followers, and making kind of beautiful imagery through photographs. Now that has evolved so much with Reels, with all of these new platforms. But Instagram for me does become a really big UGC play. That's a place where you really get to see yourself. As you were saying earlier, about 70% of our content on Instagram is UGC. And that's because we really want people to see themselves in those places. I could go on and on and go through each one. Um, but I think two things to just point out before we go through the whole strategy of every <laughs> platform is YouTube and Twitch is really where we see our guys. So I think that's also really important. You know, different people go to different platforms for different things, but our guys spend the most time on YouTube and Twitch. So that content is really tailor-made for them, sometimes in gaming, or we use our AE athletic department um, with all the NCAA athletes and really create some kind of guy-first content there. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. Let's go. Let's see it. Go metaverse. Speaking of metaverse, oh, um, no. I buzz, know you buzz, guys, yeah, buzz, like just the buzz. buzz. I know you all are kind of tipping your toes into the metaverse realm. Dipping. We're dunked. You're, uh, I'm sorry. You guys are, yeah, you guys We're are dunked. cannonballing into yeah, it. Yeah, cannonball. I love it. And also in the AR realm with Snap, like, can you kind of walk us through your guys' ideas of wanting to kind of be spearheading really in that space? We really. I always say we've been in the metaverse before people knew what the metaverse was because things like Bitmoji, things like Snapchat stores, air filters, all those things are technically in the metaverse that word just didn't exist previously, so we couldn't use it. Now that we have all of these buzzwords surrounding it, um, you know, we're, we're all very hyped up, as you know. I'm sure we're going to hear <laughs> these words all week long. So a few things that we've done, I think, that are really stand out in the space. But beyond that, the reason why we're there is two reasons oversimplified. 
we need to be where our customers are. And we know that Gen Z is probably the audience that's there in the metaverse the most. They're most open to innovation and change. I think second of all, we had an objective and a reason for being. Just because there's a new shiny thing doesn't mean you should do it. Don't just do what your friends do. That's not cool, right? You should do things because it makes sense for your objectives and it makes sense for your brands. For us, being where our customer was, one, and then two, being the most innovative and best-in-class social brands in the eyes of Gen Z were our initial reasons for being. We knew we needed to test and learn, so we did start with the toe-dipping, then we like went <laughs> It was like a belly flop, a cannonball, a pencil. Now we're like fully submerged. So we did hire somebody to lead the metaverse, somebody who really does stay on top of trends. And a few kind of standout things. Um, in terms of Snap, I've talked a lot, especially today, about shoppable AR and the amazing results that we've had there. So we've done... 18 lenses since 2020, and we've done about $7 million in sales. So the metaverse is not just engagement. It also does drive ROI. The second, um, which is my proud moment, and kudos <laughs> to my team, especially Nate, Abby, super, super proud of all the work here, is our Roblox activation. We are second behind Gucci in the fashion space for having our the best performing activation in Roblox. So we've had 45 million unique visitors, and we've had 25 million outfit try-ons. People are spending almost six minutes in our experience. That's huge. That's a very, very, very long time. So that's what I'm super proud of. And then also we've really... We've dabbled in um, virtual clothing with DressX. We did an amazing sustainability um, initiative with water-saving jeans where the water, like, oh, fell off. Oh, it was so, so cool. cool. It actually <laughs> is so cool. You have to go look at it. And then we were also one of the first brands to do NFTs. So our first collection sold out in 30 seconds and our second in 90 seconds. But, you know, all of, in each of these examples, we didn't just do them to do them. They also tied back to what we were doing as a brand. So, for example, our first Roblox initiative – our ideas about everybody being welcome, our clothes were free in Roblox. You don't have to buy them. Our NFTs, they were a dollar. Everybody is welcome. Most kids, they can't afford to be like trading cryptocurrency. Yeah, it's like, mom, can I have 5000 for Correct. We want to give them access. We want everyone to be able to be a part of everything that American Eagle is doing and really take them on the journey. That's so, that's. First of all, that's mind-blowing. That's so cool that you guys saw this. I feel like a lot of times people, like you said, jump on the bank, like, oh, yeah, everybody else is doing it. Let's do it. But you guys went about this in a very strategic way where, like you said, you started slow versus in the past, a lot of times if something new came around, people would put thousands of dollars into it, not figuring out how to use it or if that actually makes sense for their business. And I feel like that's so smart that you guys were like, no, like, we're going to try this, but do it strategically, not just yeah. because everybody else is. Day one, you should not be like into central land. I don't <laughs> think that's a good strategy. We, we try to go with a crawl, walk, run approach. Yeah, that's that's smart. But on that experimental realm, are there any other upcoming ones that you guys are planning on doing or any other spaces that um, that you guys feel like you guys like outside of the metaverse, but just like the more in-person ones too? Because I know everybody likes the cool virtual events and the virtual things, but I know we're also seeing a lot of brands go into more of the in-person experimental stuff at like the music festivals or activations like that. Are you guys doing any like cool things like that? Like I remember the AE on tour one from back in my day, which was really cool. 
I feel like we need to bring you into the present, Isaiah. I'm going to take you on like a little American Eagle road trip. Um, so I think the in real life component is really, really important always. We are the cornerstone of the American mall. Don't forget that. We have a thousand stores in the U.S. and forget about international. So many there as well. So there is always a place for American Eagle in real life and how we're showing up. But I think is actually even more interesting than in real life and metaverse is when those collide. Those are my favorite moments. So an example of that would be we most recently brought Meta's Oculus into eight of our stores. Did you see it? Yeah. You're so excited. It's so cool, right? (laughs) So um, Nathan, plug again, on our team during the campaign shoot actually took 360 video behind the scenes of the making of our campaign video. We then took that video and leveraging Meta's Oculus, when people came into the store, they could put the Oculus on and actually see what our campaign video was like in 360 video. We were the first brand to do that. And again, what I love about it is you're merging those two worlds, but on top of that, not many people can have an Oculus. And this really gives people an opportunity to participate. So I think you'll see more of in real life. I think you'll see uh, more virtual and the merger of them together. I mean, another good example as we're kind of riffing here is back to school for us is all about music and jeans. I mean, two best things ever, right? So we are participating in Global Citizen. Uh, I'll be there. I'll see you there. Oh, I'll see you at Global Citizen. Yeah, I'll see you there. Okay, great. We'll catch up. (laughs) So we're participating in Global Citizen, um, which for anyone who doesn't know, it is this amazing organization that really supports so many different... so many different things, like all over the world. I don't even know how to explain them. But basically, it's about taking the youth of the world and educating them on the things that are happening, real serious things like sustainability, hunger that are happening in the world, and encouraging them to take action. This is not about them raising money from kids. This is about encouraging kids to participate and have their voices heard and act to change the world and make it a better place. So we're partnering with them on a sustainability initiative um, for their concert at Central Park in just a couple weeks. So that'll be like our first major temple in real life moment in a while and I can't wait. Now I'm so excited. Yeah, You're I was like, we could do there. Yeah, I go. We rock out to Metallica. Yeah. Uh, We're gonna have so much fun. We see the Jonas brothers and Yeah. It's going to be a good time. We I'm just excited. showed our young variants. I'm seeing Metallica. You're seeing the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah same thing. Same, 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 same thing. Okay, yeah. Great. <laughs> same difference. <laughs> no, but that's so cool. And I feel like that you're onto a, you brought up a good point too. I really love how we're seeing a lot of brands that bring in those like AR experiences into their store. Like we talked about like virtual try-ons and stuff or yeah. like, hey, when you come in the store, use this cool like filter or lens to see this thing. And I feel like that's something that, like you said, that's really cool bringing in like the virtual world into the present and just really making the customer, the consumer feel a part of it even more. And then that creates into the brand purpose and then makes them fall in love with the brand more and kind of makes them feel part of it and just adds to adds to so many other cool values that I'm really liking the direction that it's going in. Yeah, I mean, the reality is there's so many ways to shop and engage with brands now. And I'm, I'm pointing at my phone. The power of the phone, especially for Gen Zers, they have access to everything all the time and immediate gratification. So the way that that we try to look at it is every channel and every moment needs to have a reason for being. And they have to become even more engaging and more immersive because 
Otherwise, you really don't ever have to leave your couch. You could just sit on your phone all the time. So what is the reason to go to a store? What is the reason to go on the site? What is the reason to engage in the metaverse? What is the reason to go to Global Citizen and see us? So how are the, all the different ways that we can make your shopping experience and your experience with our brand more immersive and, and more fun, to be very honest? No, I felt, yeah, that's so true. And I, I'm one of those the old school people. Like, I love going to the stores because I like talking to the employees there and like getting their takes and seeing the cool posters, like the uh, campaign you guys did with like Addison Ray and mm-hmm. Joshua Bassett's like one of my favorite ones. I, oh, like, Joshua. I love him. I fangirl. We all love him. Yeah, I fangirl. I was like, I remember I was walking past, I think it was your guys' Times Square store and I was like, is that Joshua Bassett? Thank it. Joshua, what? He's so, a sweetie. Uh, that's why I like going and seeing, you know, seeing that and then feeling the clothes, trying it on and just just brings that experience to life. But then during the winter when there's going to be ice or something and I don't want to, I like, oh, I can do a virtual try on to the new like slip fit jeans that I wanted to try on today. Like, this is cool. And I it love just like, you plugging in the names and the you products see it, and everything. You see I mean, it. you see what we do here. I'm you proud know. of you. We, I am an American eagle. <laughs> We're going to get you gifted. <laughs> but I feel like that's so cool because it's like no matter what time of day, what time of night, you can always try on the brand and just try something on. You don't have to, like, it's cool to go in store, but it's like, you don't have to. And it just really brings the story to you and really makes you feel like, oh, okay, like, this is cool. Like, I am a part of the brand. I am a part of the, like, messaging here. It's like, my feelings of my, like, feedback matters by me being able to, like, inspire and, like, ha- bring the store where I am on my platforms. Like, we talked about 100%. earlier, like, bring it to Snapchat or being able to shop in the Instagram shop app or whatever, which is really cool. Yeah, our brand should be a reflection of our customers, right? You want to see yourself, you want to see your friends, and you want the brand to be in the spaces where you, where you want to spend your time. Exactly. We love to see it. And um, for my last question, what advice do you have for any marketers, anybody who's listening that's like, okay, cool, you guys are doing all this cool stuff, but we don't know where to start to market to our Gen Z audience. Like, what do we do? Like, what advice do you have for that marketer or that brand that's listening It's like, where do we start? Yeah. I think, number one, I think listening to things like this, being a part of sessions and hearing what other brands are doing, just educate yourself, number one. And I think people are much more willing to to talk to you and share feedback than people sometimes think. I think people love to talk about the things that they do and that they're proud of. So ask questions. I would say, too, definitely engage with your research and data teams. There's a wealth of knowledge out there in terms of how to do it, why to do it, um, the variance in the generations. So just be smart about it. And I would say the third thing is you have to take chances, smart chances, calculated chances, but test and learn. So that means, you know, taking one thing and, and just give it a try. See if it's something that resonates with your audience and always just think about platform native. That is absolutely critical. Platform native authentic content is always what's going to win with Gen Z. And I feel like another thing somebody brought up that was really cool um, a few weeks ago, they were like, um, start with your comment section. What are people actually saying yeah. right there on your content? And I don't know why, but I was like, wow, mind blowing when I'm like, that's right there. Like, that should be the first step. But a lot of times, like, yeah, we all don't Listen. even start there or internally. Like if we have Gen Z is that work in our office. Well, we never start there. Say. That was my other thing that I, it, it, you just were like totally aligned. <laughs> we're on the same page. Hire Gen Zers. I mean, I've now quoted this three times, so I'm becoming a broken record. But, um, you know, you have to listen. You have to learn. And I think by hiring your customer, 
you're going to learn from them. If I knew everything, I wouldn't have a team. If my boss knew everything, he wouldn't have me. We all need to listen and we need to learn. And just like our customers, we're always evolving. So it's important to bring Gen Zers to the table so you can hear their perspective. Diverse perspectives are critical. Diversity for Gen Z is absolute must. You need to have all different voices, all different perspectives at the table to make sure you're reflecting your customer. And that's so true. And I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, you have three ginger's on your team right now. Talk to talk internally first. And if it doesn't work with them or they're giving you this feedback, like start there and be like, okay, let's change this. Like if you can't hire any new ones, like talk to the ones you have, or if you have daughters or friends or your focus groups yeah it's like stuff like that it's like use the people around you you can't be scared you can i mean in your stores if you have brick and mortars i mean it's really easy to you know give people an incentive give them free product give them a discount you can do focus groups i mean the people are right here they're right there and trust me gen z wants their voice to be heard exactly and my speaking of in-store focus groups i used to love back in the day where they're like do this quick survey for a quick 15% 15% off your next purchase, and I'd be like, oh, 15% off another t-shirt? Like, don't mind if I do. And I'd be quick to, yeah. like, run off, of like, three or four sentences. 100%. Just, just listen and it. learn. Listen uh-huh. and learn. And it's hard to learn from people who sometimes, depending on where you are in your life, seem younger for than you, less experienced. But they're experienced in a very different way. And you can't um, – I can't think of the right word. Take that for granted. That word. Thank you. That's the one. You can't take that for granted. You know, they're coming to the table with such a different perspective on the world. I always use this example from my kids who are not Gen Zers. They're, they're much younger than that. But they'll say to me, I want to watch this movie and I want to see the part where. When I was a kid, I had to wait an entire week for the next episode. Preach. Right? Imagine growing up that way. Your perspective on the world is totally different. You have everything at your fingertips all the time whenever you want it. Like, How can I understand that? Being able to pause and then go in the kitchen and get a snack. Like Back then, we had to wait till a commercial break for that decom movie and then go in and get our snack. You pee your pants. You wait. Yeah. yeah like, so, no. Can't go. No bathroom breaks. Yeah. None, none of that. Like, Wait till the commercial. Correct. Not possible. Um, <laughs> Ashley, thank you so much for joining for us today. Um, and everybody, there could be a hundred people in the room and 99 don't believe in you. <laughs> it just takes one. Sorry, Lady Gaga quote, when you said listen, you made me think of that and I went off into a monologue. Okay, as a mother, uh, I'm going to stop right there. That is not true. <laughs> Everyone believes in you. You're all going to do great. <sighs> just be yourself. Be you. You're going to be wonderful. I'd love to see it. Thank you, Ashley, so much. <laughs> thank you for having me. Wow, how great was this episode? If you were like me, you probably took a lot of notes and have a lot of questions and comments. So if you do, feel free to add us at Adweek across Twitter, Instagram, all the social medias. And we'd love to hear from you all. And feel free to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. That always helps us. And we can't wait to hear from you all and see you in the next episode. So bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Young Influentials, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Al Manorino, executive produced by Chris Aarons, and edited by Lane McGibney at Bountwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com.
Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality.